we are everything we want to be, nothing you want us to be, and so much more. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about death, not as morbidly, but basically Shia asked me this question the other day and was like, what would you want on your eulogy? And I was like, what? Uh, I do not know, but it's a good place to start for an episode. So Shia, what would you, what would you want on your eulogy? Before that, just so you know, Lama is fine. Like, she's not going anywhere. It was kidding. just like, <laughs> it was just a question I saw on Instagram. Someone had posted the question and I was like, it would be pretty cool if we did an episode on this. These um, are just standard fine. questions Shai and I ask each other. <laughs> what do you think about death? <laughs> just everyday questions. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I think, okay, no, actually, no, I do know. The sum, like a perfect summary of, or at least the start of my eulogy would ideally be, now there's a bitch who lived. <laughs> she did not simply <laughs> exist, she lived. Um, I think, I think I'd want someone to say that and then just that, you know, and like it's understood because everyone would know that I've lived a good life kind of thing and it's, mm-hmm. it's simple, it's straight to the point and it says everything. But, um, but no, I'm kidding though. I want people to cry at my funeral. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't know, I think I'd want them to talk about me and, but, like, through a, through a bit more of a comedic lens, maybe, like, some funny things, like, I don't want people to be, like, super sad, like, a little sad, like, make people cry first, and then end on, like, a lighthearted joke or, like, something funny I once did, maybe, I don't know, but, um, other points that I would like highlighted are... (laughs) The fact that, um, and I'm not saying all of this is necessarily who I am at the moment, but it's also who, like, I hope to continue growing to be and then people would talk Mm -hmm. about me, you know, with those things. Um, But, yeah, like, you know, like, here's a person who loved deeply, who cherished herself, (laughs) who did what others wouldn't, who lived courageously and freely, um, who also live for herself firstly and then for others. Um, I feel like I tend to live for others more than I do myself. Like, for mm. others in the sense that, like, I'm trying to please someone else or, like, I'm conforming in some kind of way instead of just, like, do I actually want to do this? Um, you know, also someone who's made a difference and an impact. Um, I'll come back to on making a difference and an impact in the world. We'll come to that later. It's a bit of an existential crisis, but that's for later. Um, I'd also want people to think that, you know, I was cautious, but like a good cautious, um, critical in my thinking, reflective in my thoughts, wise with my wisdom. Um, then, oh my God, this girl. <laughs> Like just like every every good thing you could possibly do, <laughs> but also like okay, and this is something that I'm working towards. Like that I'm someone who can just let go of things easily because I don't, and I know that it's also because of my ego. So that kind of makes me a little bit petty, but like it's an internal pettiness because nobody knows about it. Um, and, and you know that I really take the time to listen to people and, like, sit with them and, like, be there for other people. There's this beautiful quote by Maya Angelou, and it's one of my favourite quotes ever. And it goes, people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And mm-hmm. that's something that I always try my best to remember. And and I guess that's also, like, on the note of, like, you know, who you've had an impact on kind of thing, like, throughout your life and everything. Um, but, yeah, I'd also imagine that whoever is giving my eulogy would address, like, just these really, like, core things about me as a person that even I wouldn't know. So, yeah, so, like, I wouldn't know what it is, but, like, it's stuff that other people know about me, but you just kind of don't realise um, mm-hmm, so it would be mm-hmm. nice to attend my own funeral so I could be like oh yeah like, I am like that I do do that I am that kind of person um, it would be nice but you know I'll be in the casket and you know not get there um, won't you be cremated uh, by the time the eulogy oh no or does, I, I, mean, I mean that's a bit hard to say how yeah. would you like to be 
expelled from this world. <laughs> yes, I suppose. How would um, you like to be to be remembered? I want to <laughs> do one of those things where it's like, okay, so it would probably be like a cremation, and then my ashes. Like you put them, like you mix them with seeds or something, and then like it grows into a plant, oh. and then you plant it. I want to do one of those. Like I want to be a plant. Like yep, how yep, yep. great would that be? You would be like also, um the 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 beautiful willow tree in Pocahontas. That's you. Yes, do you know and what I mean? people will yeah. come to me with their worries, and I'll speak to them and sing to yeah. them. I can't remember what Pocahontas. The movie was like, but yeah, um, you don't. Okay, you need. Girl, it's you need been to a while. I need to watch <laughs> all the Disney movies. Um, yeah, especially um, Little Mermaid. That was one of my favorites. Oh, uh, she was just quite silly She's to let herself naive. do that for a man. You know, yeah. young me was like, "Oh, that's so cute." Twenty-two-year-old me is like, "You." Girl, you should have known better, okay? <laughs> well, <that's laughs> but anyway, continue. You've lived a very sheltered life. That's true, um, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else was I gonna say? Yeah, and I don't know. I also thought about like who would give my eulogy, and I guess that also depends mm. on like when I die. So if I die of old age. I wonder if my friends would still be around. Yeah. To give my eulogy because Yeah, I don't like I don't know who would do it and like it also made me think, oh maybe I should have kids just so I have <laughs> someone <laughs> to be there. Actually, because like if all my peers are my age, around my age, like most of them might be dead by then, you know. I don't know. Maybe I'll die young, yeah. who knows? But Yeah. It's a valid con- yeah. I mean it's a valid thought to have because I've I've thought about that like when I went through the phase I was like I'm never having children and yeah. <laughs> and then and then like after a while I was like wh- as you as you see like when people die and pass away in your family like the people that are always there for them are always their kids you know yeah like I really like because their siblings would probably be you know as old as they are um unless you've got like 20 years age gap which is like not my scenario, you know. So, so yeah. And then like, so I was like, oh, maybe I should have kids so that I'm not alone. Yeah. When I die, that would be a bit sad. <laughs> but then I also think about myself, and I'm like, I, I mean, I don't think I'd be alone. Like, I, I think I, what I want for myself is to cultivate a life full of very enriching, and like valuable friendships. Yeah. But, but I haven't like <laughs> the kids. Kids are not out of the picture for me. So, um. Yeah, but I can imagine that's something that people that don't have kids would sometimes think about, you know? Yeah. I had a moment about kids, about we'll talk about it later, maybe. Um, <laughs> basically, basically, long story short, the last, like, couple of days, I think it's because of work. So, like, I work with kids, right? And we've been having a lot of, like, one-on-one sessions because of, like, CMCO and stuff. So, usually it's in a group mm-hmm. setting, but now it's, like, one-on-one sessions. And I'm just, like... And these kids are, like, really young, and just, like, spending these one-on-one sessions with them, I'm just like, oh, this is what it kind of would be like to be a parent, you know, and spend this, like, one-on-one time with them and stuff. And I was like, you know, it's not that bad. Like, <laughs> and and I'm already, like... And these kids... I mean, kids are just cute in general. Like, like unless it's a spoiled brat. I feel like the only type of kids that I don't like are spoiled brats. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, um, but... But, yeah, and I just... I don't know. It just, it just seemed nice. It seemed nice. And I was like, you know, maybe... Maybe I may not be as opposed to this. I don't know. And then just then I was watching like an episode of Friends where like Monica and Chandler get married and Rachel finds out she's pregnant. And I was like, you know, I really want to be like really engaged to be married and also pregnant at the same time. Like, I think that would be nice. I just just had a, a full moment. But also, mind you, I just got my period. So that's probably it. I think it's just mm. my hormones playing with me. Um, because <laughs> so we'll find out. Like, give me a week. <laughs> I'll let you know if I feel the same. I'll check way. I'll check in with you <laughs> next week. Check in with me. But yeah, that's what that's just where my head was at and I was like, this is weird even for me. But but yeah, anyway, back to um eulogy on a more morbid note. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so like I wonder who would give my eulogy. Um, but yeah, okay. What about you? Know, you know, I think I think you should. We should attach this podcast episode to like our wills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, a will. That'd be quite funny. But the thing is, like, I don't know because. I mean, we both know this, but our cultures don't really have eulogies. You know, we don't yeah. really have... I mean, like, um, not culture. I'll say religions because, mm. like, depend. it depends on your religion. You can be South Asian but still have eulogies. Yeah. Anyway, ours <laughs> don't, like, the funerals. So it's not very, like, common at all. Sometimes you have, like, when you have prayers, we do this thing where, like you have like a book with all the budgets and stuff and yeah. sometimes the family you know will write something about the yeah, person yeah yeah i was going to say that um, yeah in the book so so yeah i don't know i think i think it depend like you said depend on the age that i died but hopefully like i will always be the rebel with the cause you know like the amount of time step People always call me rebellious, and I don't. I really don't understand why, because I'm really not that rebellious. I am quite yeah. a basic bitch, you know. <laughs> I'm like, like I'm. No, so, it's, like, it's just such but, basic things that that you're yeah. passionate about. And 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 it's and it's like quite the very and like I was thinking about this yesterday, and I tweeted about it, and I was like, sometimes I really just think about how there's so many. Like I know so many young women especially like young south asian women that like don't do things in fear of like what people will think and things that will you know bring them joy but they don't yeah. do it in fear of those things and they are the same people that will call me like too much um for you know thinking a certain way or speaking a certain way too extreme for doing something or just you know questioning like the bare minimum yeah. of the things that are like thought and programmed into us and then i like and then i have to realize that it's it's not like a mirror of myself it's like just a reflection yeah of their own insecurities and stuff but internalize whatever yeah Yeah. but um but yeah i don't know i just i think i would would want my funeral eulogy to be a very joyful event like i'm like i think it will be like funerals are always sad you know you're always Mm -hmm. sad for losing someone in your life that played whatever part they played um but like I, I want people to look back on my life and the joy that I brought them, you know, mm-hmm. and like the fond memories that came from my existence, how much fun I am at parties and real life. Can't confirm and, she you know. is fun. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so I think like, I think yeah, I I would want to be remembered by the joy that I brought into people's lives. If I did, if I if I've scorned you in any way, friends. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, that's all I can say. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah. So yeah, the, the the joyful memories that I brought into people's life, and also the moments that I made them feel safe and not judged for feeling certain things that they felt, thinking certain things that they felt. You know, like I, I, I like it's like the smallest thing. It's like so, like yeah. a friend coming to me because she's like. She was like, hey, I really want to buy a sex toy and I don't know who else to talk about this with. So, oh, can you help me? I love being that like, friend. <laughs> I was like, okay. I mean, granted, I have only owned one and I don't even use it anymore. But, but, but yeah, it's like, it's nice to be the person that people will go. I know, I, I will. Plan, the plan is to get one. But, um, but yeah, it's nice to be that person, um, to feel safe, you know. Um, so, yeah. I think I think those are the two things. How old would you? How old would you be when you first write your will? Because I asked my parents this question ages ago, and I was like, "Have you written your will yet?" And they were like, "No." I was like, "What?" what? They're probably Girl, just pulling a leg. No, 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 They're pulling a leg. Like, no way would a they have to be right? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. They just just messing with you, liars. <laughs> um, <laughs> How old would I be? Um, I'd say maybe 12 because that's what I've been doing. I low-key have been writing wills since I was very young. I used Look to that. make these little letters if I died. And just so morbid, so weird. But I was always so worried about this as a kid. And I was just like, 
you know what's gonna happen like if I die like nobody's gonna know how much I love them or appreciated them like, <laughs> I want so and so to have this bracelet of mine I want so and so to have so this wholesome. little thing of mine like whatever it is so I'd have these like little letters and they're still somewhere like in my parents house in a box somewhere um and I used to have one that was like individualized like each of my friends in my friendship group and and this is like before I met you. So like you're not like, you're not in there. I'm, but like this is like I'm not in Shia's world. This is, this is all my <laughs> high school friends. These are all my high school friends. Um, and my high school friends and my immediate family. Yeah. And yeah, it was just like little notes about my appreciation of their friendships, and and then like I would also highlight. P.S. I leave with you this keychain or like this necklace or bracelet or whatever it is that I was giving to whoever like they each get a piece of like a thing to like remember me by kind of thing um and then I had one for my parents I even had one for my brother as well um but yeah and like a lot of it's still there but then it was funny because like you know how like you know friendships change and then like you lose touch Mm. not you lose touch but like you know friendships end um back in like high school and primary school and there were the ones that i had to like i had to make new ones because i had new close friends and i had to like remove the old ones because they weren't relevant to me anymore (laughs) how traumatic (laughs) It it was just really funny but um but realistically like proper will um i think i think when i start having um I think, I guess, maybe, like, a decent amount of savings or, like, some assets, maybe, then I would because, ideally, I'd firstly want to make sure that my family is good to go and, like, taken care of because, like, funerals are expensive, by the way. So, yeah. I yeah, would like to cover the cost of my own funeral. <laughs> <laughs> ideally. Um, and then, yeah, just, like, making sure my family's okay and, like, you know, if they're okay, then, like, I guess... Best of money would go to like some animal like paws or like SBCA or something like that. Mm. Along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? I was thinking about this. I was thinking about this and um I think I I maybe when I'm done with my masters, I'd probably write one. Hopefully then I'd have like a okay. significant amount of savings. Mm. Um and and yeah, just because like I was listening to this podcast, I can't remember what I was listening to, but basically, um, this girl was saying how it was like it was like a money podcast, and this girl was saying how someone like her very like a younger sibling or someone in the family died, and they were like around our age, and it was it was it was so hectic, um, planning their funeral and all the things to do with like, um, the, like spreading out the money that they had and all of that because like it's you and because you're so young you don't think you need a will and then something happens and then your family has to make all these decisions for you and I think she was saying how like sometimes I wish we did do wills like a lot younger than we think we should because it it just Mm -hmm. gives your family a peace of mind when they're going already going through and grieving through a very like um significant traumatic event that they just have instructions to follow and just be like this is what yeah the person that passed away wanted you know it's like it's such a big thing and like it's one less big thing to worry about it's so true i'm gonna write that on my list of things to do (laughs) make a way also what i'm also doing because i am a dramatic dramatic bitch is that i I'm going to write letters, okay? And I'm just going to be exposing myself. Because I, I feel like there are so many things that I wish I could tell people being alive. But, it, you know, stuff will happen if that happens. So I think if I'm no longer alive, alright, with no chance of some resuscitation or whatever, none of that shit, like... That they will be all getting letters. And I'm going to be like, listen, this is what happened. And it's just going to like... Because I feel like, I mean, it's probably very traumatic. <laughs> yeah. Be like, whoa, who is this? <laughs> but. but is it like a positive thing or like a, it's, 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 it's a nice you thing. Went. No, no, no. Oh, no. Okay, it's, okay. Like a, it's like a nice thing being like, look, this is, these are the things that I've done in my life that I never got to tell you about that I wanted to tell you about. So going forward in your life, I want you to be more. 
like less judgmental to people that do this. I want you to be kinder to people that mm. have done this because so, there's so much more that you don't know about them. Yeah. You know, things like that. And So schooling um, people from the grave, basically, is what you're doing. Yes. What else would you expect from me? <laughs> Only Lama would. <laughs> but yeah. And, and I would probably like, you know, like, like, maybe I'll do this later today. But since I have nothing else to do in the lockdown, I'm just going to be writing letters to all the people that I have loved, you know, in my life, whether it's my friends, whether it's past lovers, just being like, if I were to die, just know that this is the impact you had. <laughs> I'm kidding, I probably won't do that. That's so dramatic. That's too dramatic. Even I think you should. Die. I love it. <laughs> I'll no, probably I do it. Who am I kidding? I know. Like, you know who's appropriate to do that with and who oh, yeah. and, like, who wouldn't. Absolutely. Yeah. If you had, like, maybe, a, a like, a part in your, like, prayers that allow people to speak about you or if you had that book thing, mm-hmm. who would you, that's in your life, whatever role that they have, who would you want in that book to write something it's hard because like I'm so I'm, I'm not <laughs> I was trying to think how do I carefully word this I have like, like... <laughs> I have a lot of really close girlfriends mm-hmm. is, is what I'm trying to say and I mean I feel like I would okay I don't want to use the word expect but it would be nice <laughs> If they each could all say something about me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like... Because, like, I've got all these, like, different groups. Right? Like, I've got, like, mm. the Taylor's group with us. And then I've got, like, my high school group. And then I've got my Melbourne group. And then I've got, like, another, you know, group and stuff. And so, like, it's, like, all these, like, different groups. And I would think, like, maybe one or two from each <laughs> would be... I Just have know, a party. Like, just yeah, like a like a, with everyone. You know, like you know those um roasting speeches, those roasting um that comedy thing where you do like where you just roast each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I want that, but like about me, <laughs> but on a, like with a positive spin to it. I mean, like, you can roast me, but also I know what like, you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, but yeah, you like roast like, someone, but then you're like, oh, you know that about yeah. me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it's just everyone talking shit about me as well. Mm. That'd be nice. A party just to yeah. talk about me, even though I'm not really there. <laughs> I've heard of I've heard of people that are that are you know terminally ill, dying in whatever way, and they like have their own like mock funeral before they go. And I was like, wow, it would be nice to see what people said about me. But um, it probably change if I was dead yeah. or alive. I don't know. That was um. So that just reminded me. This is. Do you watch Grace and Frankie? No, but I really want to. Oh my god, you'll fucking love it. Like, it's the best thing ever. Like, <laughs> even my mom watches it and, like, loves it. Um. Anyway, so, okay, it's a bit of a spoiler. So, basically, like, they both have this other friend. I can't remember what her name was. But, like, she's terminally ill, like, um, and she's going to go and she decides to, like, um, like, she didn't want to get any treatment and she decides to... I don't know how to work. Like, she kind of like takes her own just, life, but like not in a just um, let nature takes suicidal. It takes its yeah. own course. <laughs> not not even let nature. Like she kind of just like there was like a tank that like I I don't know some kind of gas that basically just like would you know it's like, it's a painless death, but like it was some oh, gas that yes, would just yes, yes. do it. A gas like an injection. I can't remember. And she had like a death doula and stuff to like help her go and everything and like it was such a beautiful thing it was a very peaceful thing and like you know it was like all on her own terms she was like mentally stable and everything um and she just like she just knew like you know it was a time you know she was terminally ill it was gonna happen anyway and and she had like a big party she had such a big party and stuff and it was like so much fun and like um, and, like, some people just didn't get it, didn't get why, like, she wouldn't just stick around longer and stuff, but she was just like, no, nah, it's my time, kind of thing, um, but, mm-hmm. yeah, so I guess, like, if you knew that you were gonna go, and I guess it also depends on how, um, able you are, I guess, to mm. be there. 
I, I think for, for mine, I think it just depends. I think a lot of people have a very different versions of me. And, mm-hmm. and I think it's, I think that's what I enjoyed about, um, like, re- like being, like, hearing eulogies or, because, I mean, there's, there's usually only one person that does it. But sometimes, like, yeah, when we have the book thing, more than one person will write. So it's, like, nice to read what that person's done for different people in their life. And, like, yeah. Mm. Oh, very cute. But I also, yeah, yeah, I would really want it to be funny also. But I feel like if it's going to be funny, it's, it's going to be some, like, pretty non-PG stuff coming up. <laughs> um, so I can't imagine that being discussed oh my with my family present. People better not censor anyone during my funeral, okay? Like, they should know <laughs> me better than to be censoring people. Be like, you cannot say that. Someone just died. I'm like, yeah, but I died. Me. Yeah. I would have been okay with it. <laughs> you know? Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. Why do we talk about um, ourselves dying so casually like this? <laughs> because, and that's, okay, that's a whole other thing. Because, I mean, not a whole other thing, but like, obviously related. But like, it's a thing on its own because we, like, it's such a, like, nobody talks about it, but it's one of the things, like, it's the only guaranteed thing in life that you will die at some point. And yet, that is everyone's correct. so afraid of it. Everyone's so like, oh, don't talk about it. It's morbid or whatever. But I'm just like, well, it's going to happen one way or another, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I feel like people shouldn't be as, I don't know, maybe like also, I know that we talk about it casually also because we've had like close deaths in like our families and stuff. So mm-hmm. we we're pretty exposed to death, I think. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's also why it's casual for us. I don't know, it's yeah, I feel like yeah. Especially like in brown families, like death is like pretty <clears throat> It's in your face. Like, whenever there's, like, prayers and, like, funerals and stuff, like, it's really in your face. And there's, you know, yeah. like, open caskets usually and stuff. And, like, you see the body and, like, you know, you're mourning, yes. like, as a family. And, like, it's, like, you know, depending on the circumstances, like, you know, I don't know, like, 16 to, like, 30 days of prayers and stuff like that. But, mm. but, but yeah, we'll have, like, another episode where we talk about funeral things and, like, traditions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite comforting actually, like the way that we mourn the death Mm. because we have, like it's not just, you know, I think like when we see it in our movies, like when you're watching like Western movies, but okay, I'm not watching like our movies, but everything happens so fast, like person dies, funeral home, and then like they have the the wake or whatever, and then buried and gone, you know, and then like, Mm. but for us, it's like, it was very comforting, like, when my grandfather passed away. I was, like, 11. And and then, you know, you have the open casket thing. Wait for people that, you know, needed to be there to come home from overseas or wherever they were. And then we had the cremation. And then, like, prayers from there start. And it's for, like, the... I think we did 31... 30 or 31 days. I can't remember now. Mm. But... And it's like the the first the first day of prayers is like a big thing, and then the last day of prayers is a big thing. But then everything in between, it's just like, you know, you you pray every single evening. Like you have the short yeah. budgets before you have dinner, and you know, every day someone else will bring food for you and your family instead of your family having to like yeah, yeah. do all the cooking and stuff while you're yeah. kind of mourning and grieving. So it was kind of nice. It was like, you'd see people you don't always see all the time around mm. the house. And like, it was, it's quite like unifying and it's quite comforting, I think, to like, yeah, like see people. But, but I remember like by the by the 30th day, all of us were like, we are never eating putumayam ever again for <laughs> like quite a while. Because that's what we had every single night. And I mean, I yeah. think we had more than that. But putumayam and sodi was all the, the all I ate for 30 days yeah. in the evening. And by the last day, I was like, never again. Am I eating <laughs> to my own? Like, I think I took a break so for it. It good to good. me right now. <laughs> I mean, it was bomb. It was bomb yeah. to my own and Sodi. Like, Sodi was so good. But after a while, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But, but yeah, I really like how how we deal with, like, 
death and like funerals and like how we do the prayers and everything and it's like like if there's one thing you're assured is that you're not alone and that you know your family is there they're present and stuff and like um and it's just yeah like you said it's very comforting it's a really good feeling and you know family you know just family being around that on its own is just mm. it's really nice i wanted to go back to what we were saying earlier about um like, you know, when talking about, like, oh, like, leaving an impact and, like, making a difference oh, yes. in your life before dying and stuff and, like, having some sort of, like, legacy to leave behind. And I feel like it's such a thing, and it's a thing for me as well. Like, I definitely want to leave behind some kind of, like, empire or, like, some kind of, make my mark in, like, some kind of way, whether it's, like, with some kind of policy-making thing or, like, I don't know, just, like, in some way. And it's interesting because I feel like, it's very closely related to how we view our mortality and how, like, we... Because, like, you know you're going to die at some point and it's it's hard to come to terms with that. It's hard to come to terms with, like, the fact that you're not going to be here anymore. So there's this need to leave a part of you behind in, mm-hmm. in the world that you've just spent however many years living in. Um, and, and I feel like also that, that might also be a reason why people have kids and I know that at least hearing a lot of guys talk about why they want to have kids they always say oh, like, oh yeah my legacy, my legacy. You know? yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I cannot tahan I can't yeah. deal with it <laughs> it's like it's such a thing though and like I get it but I'm also just like does it have to be like a whole life like a whole human life <laughs> but um but yeah, and I think it's because we just can't come to terms with the fact that one day we're not going to be here anymore, so you have to leave something behind, whatever it mm. is. And I'm starting to and feel that we're that quite need as insignificant. Well. Yeah, you're that, so like, insignificant. We're tiny, like you, and and it's like coming to terms with the fact that you're so insignificant. And I know it sounds quite dreadful, but like in the grand scheme of things, when I think about it, right, and when we look back on history, like there are so, like when it comes to making a difference or like leaving a legacy and leaving an impact like it it just depends on who you want to be remembered by right and it's like mm. i really like if if you watch the movie coco she's a freaking bomb movie it's so cute once spoke so about cute. it but i actually have Girl, it. I'm gonna put that on my i list. only recently watched it like a month ago um and i avoided it for the longest time because and people overhype things i always tend to not <laughs> not know if i'm gonna enjoy it but anyway i finally watched it and it was so cute but basically it's a tradition um a mexican tradition at least from the movie and they have this thing called the day of the dead where yeah. you know they like that's, they that's what like, a lot of people do halloween costumes with as well yeah and op- yeah. appropriate shit and we're like no 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 <laughs> um but but yeah so basically the custom at least from, from my understanding from the movie it's not like a it could be different but Basically, they have like you know they've got a big altar of like their whole family, um, and and then they also go to the like graves, um, of people that you know they still know where the graves are and if they're still in that area. And basically, you 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 do that so that they're constantly remembered. And when they are not remembered, then they like basically like disappear, right? From the, and the story is basically about like trying to remember people anyway you have to watch it but it was quite it's interesting yeah. and it's like you know who do you want to remember remembered by and why is it important for you to be remembered and like for what do you want to be remembered by and those are questions that like that i got with the movie and i was saying oh yeah that's that's quite like it can be quite confronting even when you think about it because we're just one little small speck you know there's like mm. billions of billions of people that will die at some point <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like I just I had a thought of like you know just imagine living a life where you've just like made zero impact on anyone and you okay but also to have an impact and to make a difference like it's a very um privileged thing to be able to do as well and I'm just thinking like imagine like a life where you've just had like zero impact and you're not living for anyone else like and you just and it just does not phase you at all whether or not you leave something behind. And then you just choose to not to, and then you just go. And then I'm just like... And so in thinking about it, I'm just like, well, what's the point? Like, 
why 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 does this happen like why why are we alive i tweeted about this the other day and i was just like having one of my spirals and i was like yeah like i get people finding the meaning of life and like you know finding their life's purpose and everything but like why are you here meaning like why do humans exist why is that a thing called the universe why is oxygen a thing why is you know like why like what is it to be planet earth like like why like why are all these things existing like why do they exist Mm. i'm just like why 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 why? and i used to have honestly this 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 thing started when I was really young. I used to spiral and just be like, yeah, but, but why, why, why? Like, the whys just kept going deeper and deeper and deeper until I was like, but... Okay, it sounds like really dodged now. Like, hearing my own thoughts, like, singing. But, like, when I was young, I was like, I could just... I used to think, like, I could just not exist and, like, it would make zero difference. And this was, like, like what, 11, 12-year-old young. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even know what... Like, and it was definitely not, like, a mental health thing because I didn't know anything about that kind of stuff at that yeah. point in time. I mean, you weren't, and, you, weren't pining, you weren't pining to die, but you were just yeah. kind of like, if I didn't exist, nothing really... I mean, in the grand scheme of things, there'd be, yeah. like, nothing changed, I guess. Yeah, I mean, like, I'd be changing the lives of people in my... I'm closest to because they'd be, like, yeah. dead and stuff, but... Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this is, this is what, this is, this is why, like, every time someone's, you know, people kind of want to defend people that we put onto pedestals, right? Like, whether it's, like, celebrities or big corporations that are stealing from you or, you know, people like, I think, or like, you know, whatever it is, and then we want to defend them or, like, back them up so bad and then I'm always like why are you so pressed about this because like mm. you don't mean anything to them <laughs> like yeah. if you die they would not know and they would not care and so yeah. why are you defending billionaires bitch <laughs> <laughs> but like <laughs> but you're wasting your own time <laughs> it's like why are you doing this Jeff Bezos does not care if you die <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah I think I think I think the purpose of life and the meaning of life is different depending on who you ask, you know? Like, I think different philosophers have have had their own, like, what's the word? Own um, deductions of yeah, what the meaning so, of yeah. life is, you know? Some yeah. people are like, life means nothing. Some people are like, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, sometimes you have a purpose, but or sometimes everything's just absurd, or like nothing yeah. exists, or everything exists, you know? And, and um... Or, or it's like things, things, things exist, but detach yourself from it, or detach yeah. yourself from outcomes. Yeah, you know, all just all these different things. And for me, at the end of the day, like I enjoy the questioning of it and the spiraling of it, but um, to make sure I do not, I'm not completely miserable. I also have to like put just enjoying the fact that I'm here, you know, and like that I have this life, and I'm like, all right. I may not know what my purpose was until literally I'm on my deathbed and be like, oh man, now I know. But <laughs> but at least I think I, I definitely do not want to be someone that's so full of like sadness and re- like full of regret. Like I think people will always have things they wish they didn't do and regret doing. So I don't think I will be like a person that will have zero regrets, but I don't think I want that to be the main thing that I think about when I'm dying, you know? Like, yeah. it's like, oh, I wish I would have done this for myself. I wish I would have just been a bit more braver, a bit more courageous, a bit more open. So I don't, I don't want to be that person. I think, like, yeah, I'm I'm in too much of a position of a privilege to, to hold not. back. Yeah, yeah, I'm in too much position of a privilege to not be my whole self you know yeah yeah that's thing. and like <laughs> on what you were saying just now like like you said like you know like we're already here like we already exist we're already privileged like we might as well be enjoying ourselves and to not do that would just be like a disservice to yourself really and like no one else um and and we've had this conversation before where like i was spiraling and then oh no actually 
or I can't remember, maybe it was like a girls for girls thing, I can't remember. But like, we were just like talking about like, you know, like what your life purpose is and stuff. And I was like, I was just like so convinced that my life purpose was just to like help others and just like do stuff for others. Which is like obviously not entirely true because like I have enjoyed myself up till now so far mm-hmm. also at the same time. And I feel like I haven't, I've yet to make substantial, um, I've yet to like help someone substantially or like, you know, make do like a larger scale, have like a large scale impact on a group of people or whatever it is. But, and then like you, you came in and you were like, oh, like, you know, prioritizing enjoyment and making sure that you have fun and enjoy life. And I think like, it was also something about what Oprah was saying, something like that. I don't know. Oh, I can't quite remember. <laughs> I think Oprah came in at one point and I was like, cool. Um, and it, it just like took a while for me to like, just process that. I was like, no, no, no. I can't be enjoying life. Like, too much shit's going on for me to, like, enjoy life. And then now I'm just like, like, why should I fully serve others? I can't, why can't I do both? Why can't there be a balance? Like, I shouldn't mm-hmm. have to, like, give my whole life up to serve others. Because I sure as hell know that most people probably wouldn't do that anyway. And, you know, you'd say, oh, but we need more people who, like, you know, help others in this, like, very large impact scale. But I'm also just like, well, I'm probably going to burn out and, like, not enjoy life as much and not be able to, like, put my best work forward. So I should prioritize enjoyment and make that a thing, especially now, especially while I'm young and while I'm at least physically able to do all these things, whether it's, like, travel or stuff or, like, whatever it is. Um, and... And, like, I'm still working on it. Like, I'm just, I'm just, like, still waiting. I feel like my adult life has kind of just started in the sense that, like, you know, like, I just got a job. I'm only Yeah, now, literally. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I'm only now, like, you know, like, having, like, proper income coming in, which I'm, like, so fucking grateful for, especially, like, during these times. Um, And I'm just, like, waiting on certain things to just, come through first before I really start enjoying myself and like doing things that I want to do whether it's like dance or like you know going for like a certain type of class or something um Mm -hmm. or picking up a new hobby which will probably cost money but yeah yes it's all these things so like I'm still just waiting to do that bit where I'm enjoying like I'm fully enjoying things and doing things I genuinely want to do but but yeah so if I died now I'd be very upset because I feel like I haven't lived properly. I, f- I feel like I haven't lived as fully as I could possibly live right now. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I'd be upset yeah. if I did. You'd be upset. All right, all right. Let's just say, let's pose a hypothetical question. If you knew that you were... Oh, this is, I hate this. I hate this type of questions, <laughs> but let's just do it anyway. If you were going to die um, in a year... What were the things that you would do? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I wish I knew about this question so I had time to prep, but it's fine. I like to put it on the spot. Um, I love being, I, I'm putting myself on the spot too, don't worry. <laughs> um, what would I do? Okay, I would... I'd travel for sure. I feel like I've... Like I've traveled a fair bit, but it's always been with family. I would like to do... Okay, bitch, where? Travel. Where would you travel? What places would you prioritize? I will go to Italy, Brazil, but Brazil's pretty dangerous, I think. But I'm sure there's a way to like travel anyway. Um, I really wanna explore South Africa. Okay, literally, like I could like list you like every other country on you know <laughs> like on planet Earth, and I want to go there. Oh my god, Galapagos Islands. Oh yes, that's like that's a big one. That's but mm-hmm. that's like a pretty mm-hmm. hectic travel anyway. Um. I would want to swim with uh, with whales, with sharks. Um, I don't have to swim with dolphins. I'm okay with that. Oh, fuck. Manatees. Oh, I need to see a manatee in person. Like, I don't want to learn oh that dugong shit. Like, I want a manatee <laughs> in person. They're basically, like, they're still different species. They just look very similar. But, but um... I need to see one in person. Um, I feel like a lot of it's just going to be like very animal-centered. Traveling. Mm-hmm. Finally do... Oh, I don't think I'd waste my time with dancing. Or maybe I'd dance a bit more. I don't know. Um, I 
jumping or bungee jumping. But I hate how mm. how basic a lot of these things are. These are things that people would generally want to do, you know, like like skydiving, things like that. It's just it's very basic stuff. You know, the only difference mm. is I don't want to go to Disneyland. You don't need to go to Disneyland, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't see the appeal with Disneyland, to be honest. But yeah. that's just me. Mm, mostly you're not kids anymore. <laughs> Yeah, but there are there are full blown adults that love going to Disneyland. Okay, that would like to get proposed in Disneyland. I would rather not. A lot of those screaming gremlins running around everywhere. <laughs> These little kids. Um, but yeah, I think you know stuff along those lines is are things that I would do. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Um, this is if we weren't in a freaking pandemic anymore. I would probably like um, send a message to all the people that I cared about and you see I wasn't even thinking about other people I was just thinking no no wait 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 I'm not done yet I'm not done yet see okay I just send a message to all the people that I would like to spend a few weeks maybe in like some different country right and we can just do whatever the hell we want you know we can like explore the country together I feel like that's a, a good storyline for me. Thanks, thanks, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I just kind of get everyone together. And and I think it, it's like a good, like, because obviously not everyone's going to have be able to go to the one place at a time. But I like you, can, I can congregate in different parts of the world <laughs> that will let me travel. Um, and the thing is, is like, even though a lot of the things that we're both going to say are quite cliche, but it's also like, we are only at our age now and then we live as though we're gonna live forever but we're not and then when we are given a deadline we're like oh my god there are all these things that i wanted to do but i haven't done yet so now i'm gonna like yeah. try to tick, tick, tick them all off you know so i would like to try bungee jumping but i would like to do the one where you go with someone else um not the one that you do alone that's just terrifying but i but i don't mind screaming in like with someone else <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, that's about it. And then I and I think the countries or things that I would really like to visit would be um I would love to go to where my friend Bruno is in Brazil because he's like I'll take you around. So I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'll go wherever my friends will take me around." Cuz I like <laughs> traveling with I like traveling with locals. It's so much better when you than when yeah. you're a tourist. Um and then I would I would probably travel around India actually. Um, mm-hmm. for a little bit, cause yeah, I'd probably go around like go hiking, explore like Tista and stuff, stuff that my dad did when he was younger, and then, and then, I think, oh, this is another question. Where okay, if you knew oh <laughs> when, <laughs> when is how you me. Last, die? Last last question, last question. You know, no, no, no. If let's say the how we were going to die was peacefully in our sleep on this particular night, where uh-huh. like which place would you like to be in? You know, to die. Yeah, like which like country, town, city? Who would you be, want to be surrounded by? Stuff like that. I think at Big questions. Home, I think yeah. at home by myself. <laughs> I don't mean they're actually think... there when you die. I mean like who is oh. around? They could be like on the floor downstairs. You're gonna die in your sleep, you know. They can't be sleeping beside oh, you. Okay, okay, okay. I thought like we knew I was gonna die. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. So like in my own room in this house, my my grandparents' house, um, and who will be around like the dog's here my brother's here <laughs> um I don't know oh okay like if it's like in the future I'd hope my husband is around still mm-hmm. um, would you get married in the next year if you knew you were gonna die <laughs> <laughs> uh, nobody likes me that much <laughs> um um but Okay, if it's in the next year, then I don't know, like, family, just, like, my parents, I guess. But I also just wouldn't want... I don't know, I feel like I wouldn't want people to just, to see me like that. If I just... Yeah. You know, like, if I could have it my way, I'd, like, order in some kind of service that comes to sort everything out. So, like, 
family doesn't have to deal with like the body and stuff. I mean, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to see it. Because I feel like that yeah, yeah, yeah. could be traumatizing. Especially if it's the next year. Like, I'm only 24. I feel like that would be quite traumatizing mm-hmm. um, for family to see. So, I, you know, hope that other people would sort that out for them. And find me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd, yeah, probably be the same. Like, just back in my family home. Um mm-hmm. And like, and because I'm going to pass away in my sleep, like I'll just be in my room. But I think that the day I would spend it like quite simply, you know, like, and I'm, and I'm hoping that it's a sunny day, but in the mm. evening, you know, like that, like 6 p.m. in Malaysia and it's like raining, like a light drizzle and it yeah. just smells like home. You can yeah, just sit outside yeah. with like a cup of tea. Yeah. <sighs> so nice. Yeah. So that's, that's like, that's, that's peaceful for me, you know, and like. And, like, my house, you've got, like, Buddha statues everywhere. And I want my dog to be seated beside me. Aww. And, yeah, just very simple things. Yeah. And then, like, I go go to sleep that night and be like, later, yeah. goodbye. I um, feel like we'd both want yeah. to, like, wear, like, a bomb-ass outfit and, like, look. Really oh, cool. yeah. I would I would plan. Yeah. I'm like, if you're all going to do some open casket stuff with me, this is what I would like I'm to a, be. I'm going to look great. <laughs> At this age? With this body? <laughs> Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah hopefully you guys you know will have some food for thought to think about yourself whether you what what you would want to hear in your own eulogies and what would you do if you knew you're gonna die a year from now Mm. what would you plan in it i know it's very cliche but it's so fun to talk about yeah um and also, it's a way yeah. to reflect on, like, how you're currently living life and, like, you know, oh, yeah. what you could change about your life now that's within your means that would, you know, give you a more fulfilling life, a life with that, you know, does prioritize enjoyment and stuff. Um, yeah, I'm now, like, pro-prioritize enjoyment. <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. And if I'm not having fun, I'm out. Um, yeah, so hopefully it gets your thinking and that it also normalizes the conversations around death. Um, <laughs> as weird as that is to say. Um, yeah, anything else, yeah. Mama? Nah, that's it. We'll catch you guys next week. You can follow us at Auntie Please at Instagram. Shaya's at, Shaya is at, at Shaya5 on Instagram <laughs> and I'm at Natasha J Lama. And yeah, we will see you next week. Bye.